Welcome to Gen Z Girlies, the podcast designed specifically for Gen Z women. This is the place where you can grow your confidence and learn about how to build careers and lives that you'll love. Here you can join a community where we sit down with other Gen Zers who are leveraging their interests and talents to make waves. I'm Maddie Baldwin, your host, your biggest supporter, and your advocate that whatever you can dream, you can do. And this... This is Gen Z Girlies. Hey, Gen Z Girlies. Welcome to another episode of the Gen Z Girlies podcast. I am so excited about the guests that we have joining us today. Um, We have been talking about doing this episode for such a long time, and I think you all are going to learn so many amazing things and be able to be so inspired because I know that I already have just through even short conversations I've had with her. But um, as you know, if you've listened to any previous episodes that I always love to let our, uh, you know, our Gen Z Girlies podcast guests kind of introduce themselves and give a little um, rundown of kind of who they are. So Gen Z Girlies guests, if you kind of want to, yeah, like introduce yourself, but maybe that's kind of like, what's your name? What is it you do? And like, what is that? Like, what does that all encompass? Yeah. And thank you so much for being here. Of course. So hi, I'm Aria Agarwal, and I am the founder and CEO of SparkTape. It's an immersive entrepreneurship incubator geared towards teaching high school and college students how to build, launch, and scale unicorn startups. I'm also a student at the NYU Stern School of Business, so that's where I am right now. I'm in New York in my dorm. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited for this episode and to talk more to you. Yeah, I mean, and that is so impressive that you are currently right now also like managing to be a student and also like that CEO and founder, which is um, so impressive as well. I guess I would love to hear, you know, like a little bit about how um, like the Spark Tank kind of came to be and what inspired you to start that. What did that process kind of look like? And yeah, and also how long have you been working on that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So Spark Tank actually started off as a DECA project. Um, So it started off in April 2022, I believe, so about like a little over a year ago. Um, And I noticed that especially my high school and I guess a lot of other high schools like across the nation, there's a lack of entrepreneurship education. And there's also an overwhelming gender and ethnic gap that encompasses entrepreneurship. So only about 33% women and 29% minorities are represented by entrepreneurs. And as an underrepresented entrepreneur myself, I sought to learn to reduce this disparity. Um, so I learned this by first lear- by first learning about entrepreneurship itself and learning how to teach it to students. So I mentored students alongside um, CEOs and mentors in the business community at my local Young Entrepreneurs Academy. And then employing that knowledge, I founded SparkTank, which is, like I said, an immersive international entrepreneurship accelerator. And we focus on removing systematic barriers to empower Gen Z to build, launch, and scale unicorn startups. So in regards to actual impact, so SparkTank won first place in the world um, last April at the 2023 DECA International Career Development Conference. Um, It's inspired over 110 startups to over 300 students how to launch their own businesses um, and establish over 30 chapters worldwide. And we are building a global community of over 2,000 students across 30 plus countries. And we've reached like over 1 million people, which has been so, so exciting. I mean, okay, well, just like hearing those like 
statistics as well that go along with that that is like incredibly impressive especially just for really being around only a year so I mean like well just first off like congratulations kind of on getting to see the impact that's Thank come you. from that that's that's so cool um and yeah I love kind of what you were saying too about like how you saw that you know there was like a need in the market and then you kind of leaned into that which I think is also um I always love I think too when like entrepreneurs work in entrepreneur like entrepreneurial ideas as well because you know like that that is like you saw that there was a need for entrepreneurship education but you were kind of you were already doing it you know and like you had you know you took the risk you um took the time and the the dedication um to kind of push that forward which i think is so so cool um and i guess just for our audience who might not know like what deca stands for like what what is that organization Okay. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I think and one thing I always say too, like with the Gen Z Relief podcast is like one of our big things is we also like to, you know, help our audience and those who are listening, like we show kind of the concrete path that you took or our guests take as well as like from point A to getting to where they are now. And so I think that like, especially with starting let me like the spark tank and kind of what that looks or looked like going into that, it's kind of helpful to see like, okay, like you had to, in order to kind of start that, you had to take, you know, these steps first. And I think that's always like a, um, definitely an important thing to like chat about on that end as well. Um, and I guess as far as like what, working at the spark tank looks like like day to day what 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 would that look like for you yeah of course so um like i said i'm also a student at nyu stern so um, my day-to-day kind of encompasses both being a student and being an entrepreneur and a ceo um so i guess i wake up in the morning around i would say around like seven and then i i start getting ready for the day um i open I just do any like administrative work I need for my organization and then classes begin. So I go to class, um, I meet with a bunch of people, I network a lot and I do lots of coffee chats just to always learn because I feel like even at like a position like this, you can't ever stop learning and making connections because there's so many people who know so much more than you do. Um, So I love to network and I love to do coffee chats. Um, And then once classes end for the day, I usually have a bunch of club meetings and to get more involved in my school so I attend those and then in the evenings I come back and I do a lot more work with Spark Tank so um, I'm working with my COO in the C-suite and we kind of talk through like the week what's been going on um, are there any changes that we need to make with their processes and then we start getting into like the day-to-day like since Spark Tank actually has so many 
people in leadership positions. So how Spark Tank is structured is that we have our C-suite and below the C-suite, we have our international executive board um, and they basically, it's per state. So our executive state directors um, and they manage the chapters in their state. And then below that we have our, um, basically like our club presidents and our chapter presidents who manage the actual chapters in their schools. Um, and below them is basically the chapter leadership program, like the leaders, leaders in the chapter. And then below that is like all of the students in the program. Um, and we also have lots of interns as well. So just managing that, in, like all of these leadership positions and our team is so amazing and we couldn't have reached like the position we are today without them. So basically managing them, working on any partnerships that we want to work with for Spark Tank um, and basically working on our marketing and any guest speakers and just like innovating moving forward just so so exciting that that's really exciting kind of to hear like a little bit about what that process kind of looks like and everything I guess like especially with you kind of being a student right now and then also like what you're doing with kind of all of that it sounds like you have a pretty packed schedule going on kind of how do you manage to yeah like balance all that or fit that all in um yeah mm -hmm. do you have any tips or tricks or what what does that look like how you manage that yeah yeah so Regarding to actually like my time management, I'm, as you said, I am a student and an entrepreneur, so it's very, very time consuming, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I'm so glad I am in this position. Um, the main thing I do use for time management is calendar blocking. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm. with it, but it's kind of like you block every single event or task in your calendar so you know exactly what you're doing at any given point in the day. Um, and like I said, I love to connect with people in, like in the middle of the day and the end of the day. And that's kind of like a break in my like hectic schedule and just a time to like breathe. Um, and I also do gymnastics. So whenever I have free time, I go to the gym, I do some gymnastics, I do it in my room, just anywhere, just because that clears my mind so fast. Um, and then so regarding to cal calendar blocking, so I schedule in all my like school classes and all of that. And then any meetings, I schedule it into there. And then the most important thing I feel is always taking like a weekly reset. So on the weekends, mm -hmm. I'm always, I really value and prioritize like going out with my friends, doing fun things and not getting caught up in only hustle culture. Um, especially because when I moved from Virginia to New York for school, I feel like there's definitely been a change in hustle culture in New York. And I feel like that's, it's so real here. Um, and I'm glad I can take the weekends and, just whenever I have some free time just to like decompress, relax, and just like clear my mind. Definitely. Yeah. I think that is so important is kind of finding, you know, like that definitely like that balance of like, okay, yes. Like I, you know, I am a CEO. I, I am kind of starting this. So I'm going to, you know, lean into doing that and pushing that forward. But also like, I need to find that time to like, you know, yeah. take for myself and have fun and spend time with friends and, kind of what does that look like and figuring that all out. So I think that that's cool to hear a little bit about how you go about that a little bit as well. Um, I think kind of jumping back, I guess, to the spark tank. And so I know that we chatted a little bit on like what yeah. the day to day looks like for you, I guess a few questions I'd have. And one thing I am always really interested in is what do you think is the easiest part of your job? But then like, what do you also think is the hardest part? Yeah. Um, so I feel like the easiest part of my job um, especially since I'm a very, I'm very much a people person. I love going out meet, meeting people is finding people and guest speakers and like 
leaders and mentors to bring onto the program. Since I do love talking to people, I love meeting new people, and I feel like it's so fun to get all of this value from their insight, their knowledge. So I feel like the easiest part of my job is finding people who want to come and join the Spark Tank community, um, like on the professional standpoint. And then I guess the hardest part of my job is since I'm obviously new to entrepreneurship, I'm only a college student, a freshman in college. Um, I feel like the hardest part of my job is actually managing such a large team for Spark Tank. Um, since I feel like as CEO, you have so many expectations on you. Um, some people are waiting for you or you have to help them, like, I guess, move forward and approve a lot of things. So the hardest part of my job is managing such a large team. So we, I guess we a rough estimate of about like over 90 um, people in leadership positions in Spark Tank. Wow. So managing that entire network is definitely one of the hardest parts of my job, but I really do enjoy it. And I'm definitely working on learning how to streamline that process. I think that's cool. Yeah. And I, I, I really like too, like with you were saying, like it is the hardest part of your job, but it's also like one that you really like, but it's also one that you're kind of constantly learning about as well. And I think that that's such a great, you know, take. And I think what you were saying too earlier about, the coffee chats and how like that is such an important part of just continuing forward in your career is just constantly being ready to learn and being ready to dive into things and to be okay with like not necessarily knowing everything, you know? And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. so I I love what you're saying about learning that, but then also those coffee chats. And I think even in my own life, I found that like doing coffee chats and even, you know, like these interviews or in these, these these podcast episodes, I love doing because I get to talk to, you know, so many amazing really cool people that are really moving things forward on their end and so it's so Mm -hmm. cool for me even you know to hear like um just so many different ways of doing things and different um like avenues of life that people come from and how that kind of impacts you know like the returns and the statistics that they're seeing kind of all of that as well um and I guess kind of and I would love to hear this too but I, I know our audience would love to as well is what do you think, like, what would your advice be to Gen Zers who kind of want to follow a similar path or who are looking at starting their own startup? And I feel like you're the person, the perfect person, you know, to ask about, like, what does that look like as well, especially yeah. with what the Spark Tank does? But yeah, like, what would your advice be to Gen Zers who are looking to do that? Yeah, so for advice, this is also something we teach our students in the Spark Tank program, um, is that I feel like a lot of students, especially um, high school students get really caught up in the planning of like what they want to do, like their venture, like this is exactly how I want to do it. These are steps I'm going to take and this is the end goal. But it's so, so important to remember that entrepreneurship isn't a linear path in any in any means. And a lot of people spend too much time in planning and not enough time in doing it. And I feel like I was definitely... I definitely, I was definitely someone who did this um, in my in my early entrepreneurial ventures. I feel like I spent so much time planning and not mm-hmm. enough time doing, and I got so caught up in like being having every single part be perfect instead of just like going out, talking to people, networking, and like obtaining the resources. Um, so my advice would be just to get out there. Like, yes, planning is good. Plan a little bit, but don't spend your entire time planning. You need to take action. Um, go out in your community, meet people, find people who have a similar vision as you. Um, and network on LinkedIn and like there's so many people there who have so many resources and they're more than willing to talk to you and the worst thing someone's going to say is no so honestly just go out there um and I guess something that I kind of live by for entrepreneurship um it was a saying I read somewhere I was like if you want to go far um go together if you want to go fast go alone and I feel like that really resonated with me because I've if you do want to go fast in entrepreneurship definitely be a solo entrepreneur, go alone, don't make those connections. But if you really want to like take your venture really far, um, have a huge impact and like 
impact so many people and have it resonate with a lot of people, you need to go out and make those connections and meet the people who can help you take it that far. Because no entrepreneur knows everything. You definitely need to get those resources from somewhere. Mm, yes, I think I think that's so important. Yeah, and I love that that quote. I think that's so true. And I think even yeah, when I've like been chatting, you know, in like uh, some like accelerators and pre accelerators and with people, you know, kind of about like the idea of being a solo founder and also mm-hmm. like the idea of being, you know, like having a co founder and kind of like what that looks like. And it is so interesting to me, like the 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 like stats that um and this probably isn't like the exact, you know, statistic, but it's kind of like this. I think it's like 80, you're 80% more likely to succeed if you have a co-founder, which is, I think such, you know, like, yeah, like a wild statistic that you wouldn't necessarily think about, but it's like so interesting kind of to be like, oh, like, like you were saying, like, if you want to have like that impact and you want to go far, like you're going to do so much better by doing it as a team and like kind of what that looks like. So I think that's, yeah. Yeah, I feel like one of like the main reasons for that was actually something I was studying over this past week um, is that especially in entrepreneurship, there's you definitely do need an accountability partner. Like I said, entrepreneurship isn't like a linear path. So a lot of the times you feel like, oh, you're you're alone. You don't you're like questioning whether you should have even started this venture or not. And I feel like, like you said, having a co-founder or just any any accountability partner in entrepreneurship and someone to like validate your idea um, someone who has the resources to help you take it further is so, so, so important because it's a very, very lonely journey if it's if you go solo, for sure. Exactly. Definitely. And I think kind of talking about, I think talking about all of that and then like also like, you know, like the advice of like what it looks like for Gen Zers kind of to get into this and um, are you spending, you know, too much time planning or not enough time doing kind of like all of that. What do you think that like success looks like and how does that kind of I mean I guess like what does that look like as far as in the startup sense but then also just in the sense of like life and kind of what you're doing and how do you perceive that and is that something you're like looking for yeah I guess like what were what are your thoughts around success yeah so something I really think is really important is that success is different for every single person um it's not like you have to reach a certain income level or you have to reach a certain point in your like your life or like your startup I feel like it's so different for every single person and to me um I feel like success means that I've successfully impacted um that my target audience which in Spark Tank at least is Gen Z who wants to start their own startups but doesn't have the resources or or impose the systematic barriers that stop them from actually pursuing their ventures so for me it means inspiring people people reaching a point where I can't inspire people and have such a large um, audience or base um, Mm. that I can help basically take people startups from point A to point B and help them achieve their ventures since I feel like over the past couple years I've accumulated so many resources and made such a large network um, of people who can bring startups from point A to point B and actually take them really far and I want to share this network with people in all of like our students in Spark Tank so that's inspiring others is really is what success means to me. I love that. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, yeah, I think I love that. Um, yeah, and I guess kind of so. Just as we're also, it's been really cool to you know hear about the Spark Tank and kind of what that journey has looked like, and mm-hmm. just kind of the amazing things that is going on with all of that as well. Um, but just like as we're kind of starting to wrap up as well, a question I love to ask all of our guests is. Um, is there something new kind of that you've become like recently interested in or like what is it um, and how can our audience get involved? I always love this question because it's, it's different for everyone. And so I like, I feel like I like pick and choose my like hobbies or things to get interested in. 
sometimes based off of these questions, but do you have anything new on your horizons that you've been working on? Yeah. Um, hobby wise, I've been getting a lot more into reading, um, self-improvement books and like career development Very books cool. since, like I said, I love, love, love learning. And I feel like I learned so much and like, it kind of like makes you like rethink the way that you're living. And I feel like that's so much fun. Um, and from like a career standpoint, something new that I'm getting into is venture capital. Um, and I very feel like the cool. reason I'm getting into this is, like I said, I'm very into like early stage startups and like helping people grow their startups and venture capital is pretty much investing in these startups and these newer businesses and brands. And I've, I recently started working with a company um, to basically be a venture scout in New York and like find these startups mm. and kind of learn to actually invest in them with um, different like companies. And that's so much fun. So that's something I'm getting into um, from a professional standpoint. That, that's awesome. I, I think I've honestly, I feel like VC is kind of, I've heard of a lot of people getting into it recently. And I think it's something I've been like looking at as well. So I think that's so, such a cool, like, um, other kind of career path and thing to lean yeah. into. And I think also like a great way to get into entrepreneurship and kind of start, you know, like learning the field too, yeah, even sure. like if you aren't, you know, an entrepreneur yet. So I think like, but even if you are too, like, that's like such a cool way to, to just dive even more in. So I, I think that's a great, yeah. They definitely complement each other a lot. Cause like as a VC, you learn what exactly um, to look for in a startup and like what the traits are that you want in a startup to actually invest in it. And knowing this, like the VC standpoint going into entrepreneurship is so powerful since when you're building a pitch deck, for example, when you're pitching to these VCs and these angel mm -hmm. investors, you know what they're looking for and you know how to like tailor your pitch to them. So I feel like they definitely do go hand in hand and it's kind of, re it's really, really cool. I feel. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, well, well, thank you again so much for just joining us on the episode today. I honestly, I loved getting to hear a little bit about the spark tank and I've been so personally kind of inspired by like what your journey looks like. And I'm so impressed with you, you know, being a student and then also making that work. And I think you were saying gymnastics as well. So, I mean, you've just got a lot on your plate, but are making it all work, which is really, really cool. Um, I guess for our audience, uh, with the spark tank and kind of what you're working on as well, are there any ways our audience can get connected with you, connected with the Spark Tank? What like what are those places? Yeah, for sure. So there's so many ways that the, our audience can get um, into Spark Tank. So basically, um, regarding like what Spark Tank actually does, so we host a Gen Z startup accelerator um, once per year, and ours is actually starting um, early October. Um, we host career trips and events, executive networking opportunities, and end-to-end -end entrepreneurship workshops. And then at the very end of our program. We host an international investor panel competition with $10,000 in awards to empower basically Gen Z with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the entrepreneurial landscape and then transform their ideas into impactful realities and unicorn startups. Um, so to actually get involved, all they have to do is go to our website called thesparktank.org. Um, and then there's basically all the steps to get involved are outlined there. So I'll save them that time. And honestly, it'd be, yeah, for sure. So just getting involved on the website um, that we have a discord community. We have the accelerators, we have chapters worldwide. Um, and there's just so many ways that they can join. Awesome. I mean, that's amazing to hear. And like, I know I can vouch also for the audience that the spark tank it is a super cool program. So <laughs> if you're at all interested, you know, in entrepreneurship and you're looking at this episode, spark tank it is the place to start. That is a great place to get in there and get 
your startup kind of scene. And I think that's so great. If our audience wants to connect with you specifically, where would the best place for that be? Yeah, I feel like um, LinkedIn would be the best place for me. So um, I think you can like put it in like the details of the episode, but I'll definitely send over my LinkedIn to you. Awesome. Yeah, well, we can definitely do that. Yes. And also for um, our audience, I always say this as well, but if you want to get connected with the Gen Z Girlies podcast, you probably already know where we're at, but we're on Instagram at Gen Z Girlies podcast. And I think we're also, well, I know we're also on LinkedIn and we have uh, a Twitter and a TikTok. So feel free to connect with us on connect with us on there. And also we always love to get emails at Gen Z Girlies podcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for new guests, episode ideas, um, partnership opportunities. So please feel free to reach out to us um, there as well. Um, but thank you again so much for coming on the episode. I know that our audience is going to love everything that you had to say and just getting to hear about the Spark Tank. I think that is such a cool opportunity, um, opportunity for their own startups, but then also opportunity for them to be inspired kind of by what you've managed to accomplish. So thank you again so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Gen Z Girlies, this is us signing off for this episode of the Gen Z Girlies podcast. <laughs>